It is Friday, February 8th. Albert Lee High School Tiger Talk is once again on the air. With me, Jack and Mike. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Good. Ready good. To go. We have an interesting show today. Um, our guest will be Assistant Principal uh, Sean Gaston um, to talk experiential learning um, and the registration process here at Albert Lee High School. Um, we've all had a lot of experiences, but to get that through education is always a, a good time. I'm, I'm going to lead in with what I've got going this week. I am... Um, out of place yet having a good time at the USA Curling sponsored national championships, which are being held in Mapleton, Minnesota at the Heather Curling Club this year. 16 teams going um, into this. I hooked up with a, a gentleman over in Rochester from Rochester who curls at the Oatana Curling Club with me on Tuesday nights who just became an American citizen. So he just qualified for senior nationals. Um, I just turned 50 last May, so I qualified for senior nationals. And so we got two other guys over 50 to go in with us to spend the week in Mapleton. So I am moonlighting or daylighting, it might be called, at 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. Uh, draws for curling. And it made me think about what kind of experiences we offer our students because this is an experience that I'm not going to probably have again. Um, I'm not that good is, is what it is, but you don't have to be good to have experiences. And so before the show, Jack and Mike and I were talking about some of the experiences we've had. So we're going to lead in with some of that before we get to Mr. Gaston. So um, guys, what is uh, Albert Lee High School giving you in terms of experiences? Gotten a lot throughout our, throughout our years here. Um, some big ones, some little ones that we come through, but um, I'd say... A big one for our, us high schoolers and where we get to interact with the elementary schools is um, a project we do with uh, Mr. Mr. Haney through uh, government or humanities. Um, we go over to the museum and we do research about um, what was going on in Freeborn County back in the day. We have to do a couple weeks of research, um, find a plan to teach these kids as much as uh, we figure out. Um, make it interesting, make it fun, as well as we're learning everything at the same time, too. So that's fun, kind of couple-week project. And um, we take about 30 kids, 30, 40 kids throughout the day and teach them about all these different subjects. And, yeah, that's a, that's a big one that um, we've had these past two years. Jack, did you get to do that one, too? Have you been in that class? Um, yeah, I did that as well. Um, not not only just learning the actual subject that you're teaching to the kids, but you're also learning how to interact with these kids. Um, and they might not always be listening or being quiet while you're trying to teach them. Um, so you kind of have to learn like how to go on the fly and I mean, sometimes even improv and then just try to try to get them respectfully to listen, behave. Cause I mean, you're older than them, but you're not like, uh, teacher of theirs so they, they might not feel inclined to listen to you are you saying that students sometimes don't listen when uh, people are trying to teach them something believe it or not sometimes wow, yes that's that's shocking to this guy who's been in education for a long time um talking about experiences let's bring in um assistant principal gaston here microphone is unmuted he's good to be hi mr gaston how are you today i'm great mr Dibble. Yeah, how are you good You've had some good experiences. D1 ball player back in the day, Notre Dame University. What was your big number? I was number 11. Number 11. I know you got the got the Albert Lee jerseys hanging with 11 on it in there too. But um, So you had, had probably a lot of sports experiences in high school as well. 
I definitely, uh, you know, got to visit multiple colleges, go through that process, visit different towns. Um, you know, thinking back to a class, so like Jack and Mike are talking, um, big experience for me as I got to do what's called JAECon. So we made our own company. Uh, I was a CEO of my company, Ooh. so I got a nice paycheck. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot because I hired a good CFO and let them do it. Uh, we sold dog bone keychains. We were the bulldogs, glow in the dark dog bone keychains. So I can remember hawking those at lunch class. So learning how to run a business, be a leader, that type of thing. So, so I know that one of our big pushes here in the um, career and technical education world has been experiential classes. Um, Mr. Gaston here is our main scheduler. Um, it puts together a lot of the classes we have. What is our, what are our CTE, CTE, career and technical education? We're going to call it CTE for the rest of the time here. What do, what do those look like here at Albert Lee High School? No, we've got, we've got a great number of them. Uh, you can get them into early on, ninth, 10th, 11th graders. I don't know, Jack, Mike, if you got into any of the welding or the woods classes, so we get some skills on that side. Uh, but the big ones for us that we're super excited on is you start to get to that 12th grade level and you start to get some of those work-based learning classes. So we get kids out in apprenticeships. So we've got kids working on farms. We've got kids being uh, paired up with electricians at Lou Rich Welding, uh, you know, just trying to get some ideas of you know, what they want to do, getting some work experience so that when they go out for that interview for their first time, you know, big boy job, big girl job, whatever you want to call it, they can say, yeah, I did this for X number of hours, months, whatever, and, and I did it pretty well. So uh, in the CTE world, I think we're, we're getting some pretty great options for kids who want to do trades moving on. Yep, and I know that in a previous episode, Jack and Mike had said they didn't get a chance to do that, but you guys have had some good experiences in those fine arts classes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, for choir uh, last year with uh, Diane Haney, uh, we got to go to, we got invited to MEA, or... MMEA. 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 Yep, you got it. Yeah. Um, so we got to go up to the cities um, and sing in front of this big like committee, and it was it was cool. It was a, it was a really cool opportunity, and had some had some people go up there and watch us too. So it was cool. How about plays? Have you been in the plays? Any of the drama or that kind of thing? Not us. Not us. Sounds like love watching them though, and know the work that goes into them for the. For the kids and the staff that helps put them on. So, so speaking of experiential uh, experiences, that's a that's kind of redundant, but we, we can call it what it is. Tigers Roar's coming up. Do you guys got anything planned for that? We're thinking of some. We're keeping it on the low. For oh, now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know we've got uh, we've got auditions for that coming up. For those of you who don't know, Tigers Roar is kind of like a, it's a school wide talent show. It's going to run, I believe, middle of March. Uh, following spring break, I think it's March 22 and 23. We'll get as we get closer. We'll probably get Dr. Zinner in here to talk about Tigers War a little bit. A future guest, um, or that it's the new choir director this year taking Ms. Haney's place. So, uh, Dr. Zinner will be in to talk about it. But that's always a great show. Um, have you guys been to it every year you've been here? I think so. And and if I haven't, it's been at least two years. Yep. And it's it's cool. It's it really shows that like, and sometimes like. Okay, I'm stuttering. Sorry. You're good. Um, when they start out, they could be like nervous at first, and then as they go on, they kind of find their zone and get more comfortable, and it's cool. Just and, like podcasting, right? Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what I want to know: what are the odds we're going to get a duet from you two, or like oh. a partner dance? I know it's on the download, but give us a little something. We definitely might be working together All on right. something. 
This is good. There you go. You heard it here first on ALHS Tiger Talk. There could be a Jack and Mike show. Um, speaking of the Jack and Mike show, it's good to see you guys in Oatana last week. That was um, uh, was quite the match. Quite the match, yes. We're back to wrestling now. We're talking wrestling. Um, big match. We are, just so you know, we are recording on Thursday afternoon here again because of my awesome curling, national curling schedule. So we're doing a Thursday. Uh, so tonight is Winona. Um, don't have, not a full squad yet? Nope, nope. And so there's a pretty good chance that tonight it'll wrap up the Big Nine title. Yes, it will. Um, yep, like we were talking about Otana last week, pretty much locked it in with a pretty dominating win over the up there. That was a thumping. Yeah. I was When I came in, I, I did have curling locally. God, I curl a lot, apparently. Oh, now my, now my wife will have that on record. So. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Curling a lot. Um, but I, I came in about halfway through the match and was uh, we turned it on. Uh, Oatana Live runs everything in Oatana on there. We turned it on and we saw 4 nothing. And then I was like, no, wait a minute. It's 21-4. And then I got down there and it was more. And I was like, well, I thought it was going to be a little more competitive. But it sounded like you guys had a really good night. Yes, we had a very good night. Seems like we're peaking at the right time. Um, took care of business last week all the way up and down the lineup. Um Everybody did their job, and some people exceeded their job, um, which was good. And, um, yeah, we're peaking at the right time for sections next week. So, And I know boys hockey had a skate-off win on uh, Tuesday night with a little uh, out-of-the-box grab the puck and score and call it a night, huh? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, sound, sounded like a crazy night there, scoring last second. So, And I believe the girls put a thumping on last night as well Absolutely. to uh, move on to the next round. They will be at in Invergrove Heights with Simley on Saturday evening, I believe, for the section semifinal. Yep, yep. yep. They got section Saturday. I think dance has got section Saturday too. Sounds I know the like, dance, people are excited. There's, yep. a, there's a shot there at that top two and the top two go to state. So yep, yep. Or is it three this year? It's three, dance three top I've, three. I've been hearing three, and okay. it sounds like they're excited to have their shot. So Yeah, well, we love peaking. We're talking great experiences. So let's talk about Mr. Gaston's great experience that he's going to have here for the next few months. Um, as I call it, he's going to retire to the nerdery for a while and work on uh, scheduling because uh, give us a little rundown on what it takes to schedule a comprehensive high school with about 1,170 students. It, it takes some time. You'd be shocked by that. Uh, actually, when I took this job, that was the question my wife asked is like, so are you going to sleep at the high school when you schedule? Because if you are, that's not uh, going to that's not going to fly. So that's like the one rule she had about taking the job was no no slumber at school, no sleeping on the couches a la uh, other people who have other scheduled. Other people who have so, scheduled before. But, yeah, that's um, a, that, now, that's only a rumor, but I know I've seen it. So Agreed. <laughs> uh, no blackout curtains, anything like that. So yes. scheduling-wise, we're underway already with the first part, which is registration. So you know, this year, we're pretty excited because we're doing something different that uh, Jack and Mike didn't get to participate in. We're having one-on-one -on -one meetings with our counselors. So our 9th, 10th, and 11th graders are all getting what should be a, a great opportunity to talk through this is what i want to do with my post high school life these are the classes i find interesting and put together a schedule that way so they are going to cram in somewhere around 750 student visits in five weeks so the counselors are going to be busy so if any of you are looking to get into your counselor and can't that's that's where you are but um that's that's phase one we get that done by spring break uh, when that's all done, uh, Trista Partlow and I get about uh, somewhere around 16,000 to 20,000 data points to put into the computer system, and off we go starting to schedule. So uh, 
that's yeah, that's the official nerdery time. Yeah, when we talk about um, keeping that kind of work out of the student's eyes, you guys have no idea there's that many data points going to a computer is there because you put a registration in and then magically two weeks before school starts, you have the schedule. Yep. Um, and then you get to try to change classes and we go, no, you can't change because of this, yeah. this, this. And you guys go, well, that's not fair. But it's because there's so many data points that make it difficult for us to you know, give you the perfect, there's no perfect schedule out there. We do what we can to meet your needs, give you the best experiences we can. And so um, I appreciate all the work that Sean and Trista do to make that happen. And it is time consuming. I know that the hours that are spent over there and some of us have to you know, venture out into eighth grade lunch a little more frequently than we like to, but um, it's getting better by the way, getting better. Um, but I, I know that uh, by making that not, by making that work happen behind the scenes, it gives you guys a good experience without having to worry about it. Um, still get, uh, I know there's a lot of parents who want input on scheduling. Is there still gonna be that? Even though they're meeting with the counselors, is there still parent input coming in? Uh, you definitely can. Uh, you got multiple ways. Hopefully, you're able to have some conversations with your student. Uh, they've got their cheat sheets. The course catalog is up with lots of flair and and everything, so you can check that out. Um, but yeah, you can go that route. The other thing is, if you have the Parent View app, you can log on and see what your kid picked. Um, you know, you can always reach out to us and say, hey, you know, my my son, my daughter really wants to take this class, but maybe that's not the greatest idea type thing or you know, maybe they want to be a vet, but they're signed up to take uh, calculus, like, and that maybe not the class that they need. So do I, do they need to do that type of thing? So there's definitely plenty of room for parent input, but the biggest thing we would recommend is have the conversations with your, with your student, with that cheat sheet, go over it. They bring it in to the counselors. The counselors can walk them through it and that way you have an idea what's going on and they can uh, make sure that they get the classes they want. So what do you guys think of this change? Would you have appreciated time with your counselor to actually talk through registration? I know we did it in flex last year uh, where you had your flex teacher, but is that one-on-one -on -one time with counselors? Is that a good direction? Absolutely. Um, I've probably talked to my counselor more this year than I have ever. Um, just getting transcripts out and everything and just sitting there visiting with them. They, they have a lot of knowledge when it comes to going off to college and your future um, and it's very, it's very nice to have them guide you through what you have to get done. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely nice. I feel like I found my, myself down in their offices the past couple of years, um, going and talking about schedule and what, what, what it'll look like and what they think, um, it'll look like and what these, all the different classes are looking like. So I think just scheduling those meetings for these kids and making sure everybody gets down there and just making, making the experience good for them. It's very good. So, Mr. Gasson, I know we've chatted behind the scenes, and we can probably make it a little more public. Um, what are we doing with eighth graders next year just to uh, share some things up? Oh, big changes for the eighth graders. So, uh, you know, right now, an eighth grade schedule, that's actually the first thing we do. We lock in eighth grade, and it's such a challenge that we schedule all the eighth graders. Once the magic number is hit, we truly lock it down so none of the eighth graders can be touched. So I can't screw it up and move around to class and blow the whole schedule up. So... We start there, but uh, other than that, they're scheduled pretty similar to to you guys. Uh, you know, they, they go through that whole thing. But next year, we're going to go a different model. We're going to build uh, two teams, cherry and blue, different types of tigers. I don't know. Well, yeah, we haven't done that yet. And that's uh, The branding right. will come later. Yes. Um, right. But we're going to put them all together in those teams, split them out. So they're going to have the same teachers, core teachers. Those core teachers are going to be able to, you know, 
if you were having a problem, Mike, they'd be able to meet and say, hey, you know, Mike's struggling in my English class. What do you guys see? And, oh, he's fine in mine. This is blah, blah, blah. And, and be able to pass that information on. Uh, we're going to change our electives a little bit, get them into semester blocks so that uh, they don't bounce around, which is another challenge on the scheduling end, but also confusion on on the eighth grade end and also just have more opportunities for uh, intervention hours and things like that. So kids that need a little more help can go to a teacher and get that early. So trying to get that idea that, you know, eighth grade is the time to get used to our building and build up the foundation because you can't just flip the switch and start as a ninth grader. Yeah. But we know we have to have relationships in place for students to be successful. And uh, we know that we know the team, the team model at Southwest works at Southwest middle school. For those of you on the outside, at Southwest works. You know, you go red and blue and then Siberian Bengal, I believe it is. And those those teams change a little bit. But what we're really looking to do is get those relationships built up because, you know, one of my one of my famous sayings that I, that I use a lot, famous to myself only, of course, is that um, when you ask someone, what was the greatest time of your life? What would you love to go back and relive? They never say, dude, eighth grade. <laughs> you know, it's a struggle. You're you're hitting that. You're, you're either post puberty or in puberty. You've got all these questions about what's going on around you. Your brain is on fire all the time, and you're bouncing around everywhere. And so we just want to have those relationships built. So if a kid's struggling or a kid's having great successes, we can keep that going. If they're struggling, we can meet them somewhere and make sure that happens. So that that team model is something that Sean, uh, Mr. Gaston, is working on hard, and that we've discussed a lot to uh, to make sure it's uh, good to go. So. Um, to, to kind of end things up here as we're hitting that 20 minute mark pretty quick, I'm going to kind of put you guys on the spot, um, not counting the next, you know, four months where you're going to have tons of experiences. What is your greatest experience in uh, Albert Lee high school, not the high school, even let's go all the way back. What has been your greatest or most memorable experience in the Albert Lee schools? Jack, I'm going to put you on the spot first. Cause you're to my left. Um, oh gosh. Um, if Mike's got something, he can pass to him. So uh, I'll, I will, I will pass it to Mike. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, I just say these field trips, um, all kinds of whatever the field trip is. Um, I know anything kind of when we were elementary kids, um, anytime we got to do some at the high school, I know that's that was was a big deal for us when we were in elementary school and even the middle school coming and seeing these kids or the big kids coming to talk or see us. I think anything anything really related to that is um was always a big deal for me as a little kid. Awesome. Um my favorite experience was in I believe it was 6th grade. Um we have you have the track and field day. Yep. Um so you come come to the high school, you get to run in all the track and field events and it's scheduled every year that it rains. It's just, Absolutely it's just is, how it yeah. goes. Um, but there were breaks in the rain. You get to talk to the high schoolers that are in track, and it's a great group of people. Um, and that was a blast. I remember that more than anything. So, Excellent. So I think I got the date wrong at the beginning. This launch is actually Friday, February 9th. Is it the 9th on Friday? It is the 9th. Let me check our watch here. So it's Thursday the 8th is when we're recording. Friday the 9th, so... You know, the 16th will be our next next time here. I think we're back on schedule next week, by the way. Our old first hour Friday happy one. No guests yet, but I know we've got some stuff coming up. We've got the Wall of Inspiration ceremony coming up. We'll definitely get someone in here to talk about that. We've got um, Winterfest coming up, and that is next week, correct? Yep. Maybe we should chat a little bit, take a minute just to talk about what Winterfest looks like. Um, either of you on student council, you know all this info, or should we, uh, should we dig a little? 
Um, I am not on student council, um, but they have the dress up days posted. Yes, the dress up days are out there. Um, and if you want uh, want them, let's send everyone to the uh, Elberly High School Facebook site because they are going to be on Facebook and Instagram instead of just listing them all off. But there's some interesting ones there I saw. I mean, do you guys have plans for those? Oh, yeah. Oh, De- yeah. Definitely. Yep. I know it's always a favorite part is, is the oh, dress yeah. up days. And I know we have a pep fest um, this afternoon. Uh to get things going and that we will um, be rolling through Winterfest next week. Did we do the uh, royalty voting? Has that already happened? It's online, yes. I think it's... Should have been emailed out, I believe. So so that'll happen. So Winterfest is next week. Um, It's kind of our last... uh, Goodbye to winter because winter usually is fifty degrees <laughs> with, yeah. uh, with tons of tons of warmth, a uh, little rain overnight. So it's uh, it's good to go. So Winterfest next week. We'll have a special guest again next Friday, and uh, Mr. Gaston, I appreciate you coming in, talk everything registration and experiential education. I'm glad to be here. Excellent. Well, we'll see you again next week, everybody. ALHS Tiger Talk is produced by Alberly High School Principal Chris Dibble and hosted by Principal Dibble, Michael Olson, and Jack Skinnis. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Alberly Area Schools. The theme in transition music includes Hot Swing and Acid Jazz and is composed by Kevin McLeod through IncomTech.com and licensed under Creative Commons. A link to the license can be obtained on the ALHS Tiger Talk website. Special thank you to Albert Lee Community Education and the Albert Lee Area Schools for providing us the time and equipment to get this podcast done. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week.